time came when the ticker tape in the broker's office told a new story. It was panic. Sixteen and a half million shares of stock sold in a single day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stock Dirty to Me, the actual official. Can you hear me? Tony? Tony, you there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tony can't hear me. I don't know. If you guys can hear me, you probably messed up again. I know Dalt can hear me. Dalt's joining us in two short seconds. There he is. I'll be back. Tony's going to be back, of course. I am the podcast mogul, Phil Better. We are starting the show, Stock Dirty to Me, last show of the year. Uh, Dalt, you're there, right? I'm here. Yay, Delt's here. <clears throat> Pardon me. As you can see, I'm not really in my normal station. I am excellent. Thank you very much, Dorothy, for letting me know you can hear me. I'm always curious. When I'm not at my studio, I'm very worried people can't hear me. But yes, Stock Trader do me the number one. That's what I'll do in the meantime is I'll just talk about some of the uh, topics that we have here uh, while we wait for Tony and, and Phil to join back on. So some of the topics that we have today... Lined up, of course, is going to be, we're going to be talking about the Reddit IPO and what to expect in 2022. Oh, here the guys come on. Here we go. Sorry about hey. that. I have really bad internet. I'm at the I'm at the chalet that I use my side hustle to pay uh, for. But yes, sorry about that. I'm now streaming off my phone, so we should be fine. Guys, we're all good? We yeah. All? We're good. All right, good. We're good. Yeah, we, we both had some technical difficulties. <laughs> Damn Damn AirPods, man. AirPods with this StreamYard does not want to cooperate. Bluetooth does not work with StreamYard. I keep telling you guys, Bluetooth does it's not work. Ridiculous. You need to get, got to get these like logged, the, the old uh, school plugged in. That's I'm why sorry, I'm up here. StreamYard, welcome to 2021, <laughs> almost 2022. It's time to start learning how to make your software work with Bluetooth. I'm sorry. Wait a second. Can, yeah. can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm. I'm also using Bluetooth ones, but I'm using the Jabra. I'm not using that Apple crap. That Apple. Oh, crap that, that's probably why. That's probably why. No, you know what it is. Thank it's you for welcoming I, me back. It's when I have them in when the show starts, it fucks up. But then mm-hmm. when I put them in after the show starts, it yeah. works no problem. I don't understand oh, why. Okay. But oh, there. I, yeah. I'm still analog. I plug everything in um, just to be safe. Anyways. Yeah. Yes, Dalt. So, you were saying what we're doing. What are we doing today? Yeah. So we got a couple great topics. Obviously, we're talking about the Reddit IPO. This is something that a lot of people really want to know about. Um, so we're going to cover it. We missed it last week. It was supposed to be on last week's program. And we're going to talk about what to look forward to in 2022. Uh, a lot of people want to know what to do with their portfolios. What are they going to add? They're going to subtract stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah, and I, I actually found an interesting article I want to talk about. The top 10 performing companies in the S&P 500 for this year. I can and, promise uh, you guys it's not GameStop no. or AMC. I asked and Tony was like, no, we're not doing <laughs> yes. that today. Those stocks are not in the S&P 500 because they don't meet the market cap criteria. But um, also last week we did the hashtag 500 challenge where if we had 500 views, we were going to give away five free courses and Lloyd was going to give away five free books. Um mm. We're going to continue that because this week is the last week. I thought it was mm-hmm. last week was the last week. I think I even said in that podcast, oh, it's the last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is going to be the last week of the year for the show. So regardless of how many views we get, I am going to give away some free, free courses. Just put hashtag 500 and you'll be yes. entered to uh, receive it. So and I will go, go back and look at last week too. And I'll pick some people from there too, in case, you know, just to make it fair. So. Yeah, there we go. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, guys. So uh, we got a good group of people watching. They, they're loving it. We already got someone. Sandra's already trying to win here. Sandra right. nicely going with the 500. Make sure you guys use hashtag 500 if you want to get in. Also, hashtag live, hashtag replay. Let us know where you're coming from. It's always nice to see everybody from around the world and around the U.S. Look, Dorothy already. Dorothy's everybody's jumping in. This is what we have. We have to say it at the beginning of the show. I think that's wow. We, we're getting a lot. Hashtag five hundred. I think hashtag I'm pick three. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick three people from this week's show that do the hashtag, and I'm gonna pick three people from last week's show. And I'm gonna that's put fun. everybody's name in a hat or something to make it fair, you know. And then I'll, I'll announce the winners next next Wednesday. I'll put it in the link for the show. So 
But I will be having a baby literally any day now. So I'm not sure I'm going to be on next Wednesday show. Just send me the info. Happens. Yeah. Send me the info. So. Yeah. We'll take you don't even look pregnant. You look I, pregnant. Yeah, Tony, you're looking good, I have to say. I've been running and working out like crazy because I'm trying to keep this pregnant belly down. So, yeah. I bet, I bet. All right, so let's <laughs> jump into the biggest thing of the day. Everybody wants to talk about the Reddit IPO. Reddit's huge. We know it, it played a big role this year in people's financial um, history because uh, we had the GameStop and uh, uh, AMC blowing up Everybody's loving that. And Tony, you're getting some congrats here from our fans. So oh, thank you very much for that. I appreciate everybody. Thank you. There you go. All right, Dal, tell us about this IPO. What's going on? Yeah, so they Reddit filed confidentially with the SEC. And uh, this is the first step to towards paving the way to actually IPO in 2022, which is when this is expected. Now, uh, with that being said, we don't know as of right now how many shares are going to be offered or what the what the price of those shares are going to be. And once we know that, we'll know how big the IPO is, how much money they're actually going to, going to get. Uh, so I don't know. It could be hundreds of million, hundreds of millions, or it could be it could be billions billions of dollars. We're unsure as of right now. Obviously, it's coming. Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised that. Reddit is actually IPOing because it's about that time. Capital markets are starting to tighten up. Everybody knows mm -hmm. the Fed is doing their tightening. Capital markets 2022 are not going to be what they were in 2021 and 2020. Uh, so they're they're grasping at the last uh, sort of straws on the on the table to make sure that they can throw their name in the hat and capitalize on all this free money that is still floating around in the system. I would assume uh, you're going to get a lot of selling pressure. Venture capital firms are going to want to get out because, of course, Reddit is still not profitable. Uh, but they have had a huge increase. I think revenue is up three, two to three hundred percent from last year, and obviously that is on the back of. Do we um, have any numbers? Do we have any financial numbers? I, I couldn't find any. I believe in Q2 they passed Thank they surpassed a hundred million in revenue in Ooh. Q2. I don't know what Q3 Q3 was. They're a privately held company. What's their net though? What are they netting? Oh, I don't know what they're netting, but they're definitely losing money. Cents on That's the dollar. Cents on the dollar, if anything. Mm -hmm. But they're going to probably go the same way as Facebook. With they're getting their, most of their money from ads, right, uh, Dalt? Yes, it's all ads. It's all ads. Yeah. So <clears throat> anybody I who's see, I did go. see an article on Forbes that they were expecting to debut around fifteen billion um, was going to be their market cap, but I don't know. That's all kind of speculation at this point. Yeah, the company was valued at ten billion dollars on their last funding round, um, yeah. so it's it's expected that they're going to come in. Um, the, this is the market cap, not how much money they're actually going to receive in the IPO. Right, It'll be right, much less right. than that, but their total yeah. market cap will be somewhere between ten and and fifteen billion. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you what I'm going to be doing. I am not going to be investing. In that, <laughs> so. No matter what, no matter what the earnings are, no matter what, I just I'm not interested. I'm not interested unless they're. Well, I should take that back unless they're very profitable, then maybe because that's the only way I would invest in a company. But I just I don't know. I, five why, years from now. Five years. We'll wait five years and see what are it's playing. Are they going to come at. in via SPAC or are they doing their own? No, it's like, a it's a IPO it's IPO. Issue. So they're looking okay. for new new money. They're obviously hurting. Um, so they need more money. And the venture capitalists that are that have been there. Uh, since day one, are, are not are do not want to commit any more capital to Reddit because they don't think that they can turn turn a profit. So obviously, this is the time when you get an IPO, and uh, you know they're they're trying to capitalize because Reddit has seen huge growth in 2021 on the back of Wall of Wall Street bets. So it became yeah, yeah. the go to the go to spot for re, for retail investors who want to make a quick buck. So they're trying to leverage that now to get the uh, IPO. You know, uh, month uh, daily active users are up. Uh, advertising revenue is up huge. I know advertising revenue is up uh, two hundred percent from at least two hundred percent from last year. So they're trying to capitalize on this stuff now, and uh, they're hoping to get a high valuation, allow those early investors to get out, and uh, stupid retail investors to get in and lose a bunch of money. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Jolt's not holding anything back now. <laughs> uh. I think there is going to be a portion of the uh, the Reddit army that is going to invest oh. in this. Just oh yeah, but, oh, God, of course, buy up as much as they can, and they're going to be like they fuck the 50, hedgies. Yeah, they, mm. they do have fifty million active users, so I mean, it's unlikely that they'll even get ten percent of those to invest in it. But we'll see. 
I can see if 10% of Wall Street bets uh, followers going into it because they're like, we want to yeah. own our company. <laughs> I don't know. This this topic doesn't does nothing for me, to be honest. Like, I just have no interest in Reddit. How many of you are going to invest in Reddit? Leave a comment. if you're. Gonna well, I know it. this person here is uh, they're passing on any new companies in 2020. Two, they're sticking with what they have, which is smart. Just stick with what you have that's already been proven to grow, 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 Valuable and lesson. just double down yeah. on that. Valuable lesson from the last two years, mm-hmm. investing in these SPACs and people getting burned. And I think people are starting to learn like, ah, maybe I don't want to jump in on that right away. So, Timmy is a, Timmy's in the same boat. She's uh, They're not interested in joining that. What we got over here, Dorothy as well, doesn't want to get into that, which is true. Like, why would you want to go into an IPO? Like, unless you, they're already proving to make money. Like if, if Facebook was coming out with an IPO, no one would invest in Facebook because it wasn't worth it. Now it's very much worth it well, after like 10 years of being around. I would have invested in Facebook I- IPO though. They're one of like the only profitable companies to IPO in the last 21 years. See, that's how much I know. I know nothing of the stock market. <laughs> that's the difference is investing in companies that are game changers that don't have are, a lot of competitors. And, and are making money. Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make, so they'd have to, they need to, have some type of new technology that is uh, going to be a game changer in the future, make a lot of money or have a uh, low competition or poor competition. Then that's a great opportunity to invest into an IPO, but right. other Reddit doesn't match any of that for me. Uh-huh. It's just a giant forum of people talking shit. That's what Reddit is. It's the front page of the web, uh, the internet, apparently. So, um, so can we can we can we transition out of Reddit or you guys? If you want, I, you guys are in charge. I'm just I just look. Well, come on, Don't, you have you got to have something something else to to add on this, Tony. I, it's the I'm, Reddit honestly, IPO. Like, come on now. Honestly, Reddit just it just bores me so much. I'm I'm about to fall asleep right now. To be honest, <laughs> if we keep if we go any any longer on this topic, I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> T- Tony's done with Reddit after GameStop and AMC destroyed his confidence in. Uh, I hate Reddit. It's just. It's one of those. It's one of those new IPOs that's just trash you know, for right now. For right now. Right. In five so years, we'll revisit what, it and see. Yeah, maybe next year we can revisit. But let's see how the the, the next four quarters of earnings oh go for them, and then we can talk about it. But I'm a little scared to put this comment that just dropped on the in the comments here. There's a lot of them. Let's go. Let's uh, go. It's the Ape Strongs. They're, they're they they've invaded us. <laughs> Abe Strong's are in the house. That's me. That's, That's me who did that. Oh, you did it? Okay, good. Thank God. Freak. I'm over here worried that we got we're being invaded by the ape army. Um, There'll be people that are pissed off because you know I'm not excited about Reddit, but I don't care. Show me some financial statements and balance sheets and, and then we could talk about it. But until then, I just don't care, you know. There you go. But so anyways, I want to transition since we're going to be talking about 2022. Big thing. Only a few days later. Right. So It is two days fact, away, people. Interesting fact, the S&P 500 has outperformed the NASDAQ index, like QQQ, some would know that as, and, and VU or SPY. The S&P 500 has outperformed the NASDAQ index for the first time in five years <sighs> since 2016. So this year will be the first year in five years that the S&P 500 has outperformed the NASDAQ. Do you see that happening again in 2022? What do you think, Dalt? Uh, maybe if we see some some of the big some of the big techs sell off a, a, a little bit. Uh, obviously, S&P 500 is a lot more diversified. So I think if we got, I, I honestly do think we're we're going to see a quite a flat year. Um, anywhere between minus five percent and plus five five percent. If we I do get that kind of year that. in the S and P, if we do get that kind of year in the S and P, I, I think uh, the Nasdaq 100 will perform a whole lot more poorly um, than than that. So I would agree. Uh, you might see that next year, but it's it's really um, over the long term, over the next five years. Uh, there's no way in hell VU can beat um, uh, Triple Q. I S&P do think S and P. I do think the S and P is going to beat the NASDAQ next year. I'm not saying over the five years, but yeah, I, I could definitely see it happening. But here's the crazy thing. So any idea for those of you out there listening or watching, the 
S&P 500, any idea how much the S&P 500 is up? Anybody now? Leave a comment. 27%? We'll give you, we'll give you five seconds. Five. Oh, four, don't ruin three, it for two, the people. <laughs> anyway, that was a guess. That was a guess. <laughs> That's close. That's close. It's up 28% so far this year, okay. about 28%. Wow. And the NASDAQ, which is underperforming, Here's the crazy thing. So the NASDAQ, the yearly historical average for the NASDAQ over the last 10 years is, you got it, 28%, right? So the yearly average over the last 10 years is about 20%. The NASDAQ is underperforming the S&P 500 and it's at 24% this year. So what is that? That just tells me how insanely overinflated the market is because we're at 24%, 28%. And here's here's the thing. People are expecting this. These new time investors that just started joining, you know, just joined the stock market last year or the year before in 2020. People, we're seeing like 25, 30% returns, 40% returns on these market indexes, which is insane. You can't expect this. If you missed out in the last two years, I'm sorry. This was like a historical anomaly. You're not going to see this type of returns probably ever again over the next like two, three year period in these index funds. It's just insane. So uh, if you've been in the market the last two years and you've hold it and you've held these funds, congratulations. Like even if the market drops 30%, you're still going to be up probably 30%, 20, 30%. So that it's, even if a lot of people, I saw a lot of comments in the group, people worried about a crash next year, 20% crash. If you've been in the market the last two years, you're up 50, 40, 50, 60%. <laughs> like who cares if it drops 20%, just ride it out. So that's my outlook on it. I have a question for you guys. Cause um, I'm a little old, I'm an old person. Um, I like to think of myself as an old person. I remember when you're the dot old. com. We're all, I, how old are you? 36. I'm 36. We're all around the same age. Yeah, we're all, I just like saying I'm, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Now you're making me feel real old, Tony there. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Man, I'm like, 30. <laughs> No, you're no, you're not. Don't don't do that to me. Don't, don't do that to me. Don't make me feel older than I already am. Um, my question to you guys is like, we we all live through the dot com bubble. Is this is the market doing somewhat similar to what the dot com was doing back in like the early two thousand? It was two thousand eight, like just before the two thousand eight crash, the bubble burst. Yeah. Is well, it is it the action? Like, is the market still? performing somewhat similar to obviously the numbers are probably vastly different but do you guys see a similarity to the dot-com bubble what we're seeing right now with this two bubble was in 2000 so that was the like all the the new websites that were ipoing like yeah apple .com uh, and all you know aol and i think that bubble was like a huge tech bubble because we just had the internet and mm -hmm. i think i think we're gonna see in my opinion, I think we're going to see that in crypto. I think that's where it's really going to, and all this like NFTs and all these speculative yeah. Dogecoin and stuff like that. I think stocks will, will probably drop a little bit, but not anything like we're going to see with crypto. So, yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah. Valuations from 2000, the dot-com bubble, those were, those were sky high, way higher than what we have now. Uh, it's kind of hard to comprehend. Um, how extremely high those valuations were back then. I would say you'd have to do maybe, I don't know, two to three times what we have now. It was ridiculous. I know that valuations today are higher than they were in 2008, but that doesn't say much. 2008 just has a big crash, but the valuations before the crash weren't that high, no. to be honest. Yeah, the market wasn't really inflated. Yeah. That was just real estate. That was yeah. more of like a panic from the the real estate market and all mm -hmm. these junk bonds. It wasn't really a panic that the market was overvalued from my understanding, but I exactly. wasn't in the market in 2008. So I'm not like the, I'm not an expert on that, obviously, <laughs> but. We have a great question popping up here. Um, do you think with all the new retail investors buying every dip that the market can fall far? Oh God. Yeah. The retail investors have what a hundred dollars for every person. It's not enough. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to fall based on institutional investors and the big money, uh, the whales, as people say. <laughs> so like uh, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Well, way bigger than Lloyd. You know, yeah, it, it's funny because I have, I, the person that asked that question, I actually had that thought myself 
Like it's it's a good question because yeah. you see in the group a lot. Every time the market's down, people are like buy the dip. It's on sale. Everything's on sale. Buy the dip, and it's like, but it's really not on sale. Everything's still really overvaluated. So that's a really good question, and I, I think it's definitely not a foolish question at all because no. it's seemingly every time the market does dip, it just pops right back up. You know, a week or two later, um, and it seems like everyone's buying the dip. So that's. It's interesting, but I don't think retail investors have enough money. Even if you have a thousand dollars, if if everybody's putting a thousand dollars in, it's just not enough. The markets really move based on like institutional hedge funds and stuff like that. Those yeah. hedges, those hedges. I do yeah. think it has some effect, though. I, it's like a. It's a mini wave. It, it's a mini pop up. It's a mini wave, like you know, anytime the market crashes, it's on sale. Buy the dip. I think there's some effect there, but not enough to really move the market. If it's going to no, crash, yeah. it's going to crash. I think if it drops one or 2%, like we've seen with these dips, quote unquote, retailers can pop it back up. But when it starts dropping 10, 20, 30 points, like percent, yeah. that's when you need the, institu- the the retail investors, unfortunately, don't have enough to push it up. It can push it up maybe one or 2% up. I don't think they Correct. have enough to move it, uh, the 20, 30%. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, I, even if even if ten million retail investors deployed a thousand dollars, it's only ten billion. Like ten billion, there's a number of hedge funds that can squash that three times in in the United States. All that buying pressure. So it's not even it, it's there's not really a lot of of capital that retail investors have. Like like Phil Phil said, they can um, they can slow maybe slow a drop, but they can't stop it. There's just they just don't have enough capital. So I would say two points I would make really quickly are if the market drops pretty rapidly, like we see a real drop, 10, 15, 20%. I think a lot of these new retail investors have never seen that before. And that would a cause some panic and maybe they would start selling off and making it go down farther. Or um, I think if it, the other point I would make is if it does drop 10, 20%, I think that up fast like it did in 2020 i don't i I feel like we're not going to see a prolonged recovery period anymore (laughs) because there's just so many new people invested in the market and the market is just so uh, wide like so much attention now because everybody has social media everybody has a smartphone everybody knows about the stock market now Mm -hmm. and everybody knows like oh when there's a big dip or big crash you gotta you gotta buy in and you know, a year or two later, you're going to make a lot of money off of it. Everybody knows that now. So I'm thinking the market's not going to stay down for long, like it did back in the Great Depression days. You know, I think it's <laughs> you're talking about 2008, right? That Great Depression. Well, in 2008, one point there, though. It did take like four years to recover from 2008. Mm. So I don't think we're going to see a, a four-year recovery like we did back then. Because if you look at the stats there was way less people investing in the stock market in 2008 than there is today. Yeah. Yeah. Way less. Like More than half the country is investing now. Mm. So I think we're not going to see prolonged recessions in the market like we did back then. That's just yeah. my opinion. And we have yeah, great definitely. courses like yours, Tony, educating people on how to properly invest because we're not learning it in Good schools. Plug. <laughs> nice plug, right? Really smooth right in there. We also so have what's great... Your... Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead, but finish what you're saying. No, I was just saying there's there's a great m- many courses on Udemy across the internet. There's a lot of people talking about teaching smart investing. You have podcasts like ours teaching uh, people how to smartly invest their money, or at least getting the financial IQ that they need to go to the next level, so that they're learning how to properly choose stocks that are worthwhile versus listening to the masses jumping in on those uh, meme stocks or those uh, possible false uh, stocks. Yeah. 100%. Right. Dahl, what's your take on that? You think the market would see a prolonged recession uh, of four years again? Or I think I don't think so. I really don't. It, uh, it depends. Like retail investors, like again, uh, buying stocks does not change the uh, economy. Buying stocks does not give you your job back if you lose it. Um, you could buy you could buy the dip doesn't mean you're not going to get laid off like a lot of AMC investors think buying AMC stock is going to give them extra revenue yeah, yeah. you'd be better off not buying the stock and going to see movies that way at least they get paid that's the smarter way of doing it um, so uh, I do I do disagree um, 
against oh, stock markets. I, I shouldn't the, say recession. Stock markets and the economy are two are two different no, things. Right, yeah. that's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. I'm not talking about the economy. When I say recession, I'm talking about like the stock market being down for four years. That's what okay, I mean. No. Like not no, not because the stock market's not really tied to the economy. Exactly. Many people think it is, but it's not. So. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and you're right. There's a whole lot more people in the market now than there was in 2008. And number two, fractional shares really changed the game. Um, you can support Google at 2,900 a share with about five dollars before you actually needed 2,900 dollars to support that price. So that has that fractional share stuff has fundamentally changed the market. And I, I did write an article on that too, on why that would uh, support higher higher stock prices. So that's that, that's definitely a thing. Um, as far as the buy the dip phenomena though that will that will work as long as you stick to um index funds and funds that are in index funds particularly the front runners the top 10 of the nasdaq 100 or the s p 5 500 um, buying the dip in things that are not in major index funds or not um stocks that don't have major coverage through even if it's not an index fund um some other funds if you if they're not in those funds buying the dip could very well turn into a absolute nightmare um, so you really have to make sure that you're buying into things that will come back because there's generally just more people contributing to index funds. Every time someone buys into VU over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again, um, it's just reinforcing your position in Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and so on and so forth. Buying into VU or Triple Q does not reinforce AMC. It does not reinforce Dutch Bros. It does not reinforce Port, uh, Portillo's and all these other companies. It does nothing for those guys. So the only time that those are going to go up is when people actually go out and buy that individual stock. And that might be a huge risk. Like Google has a million ways for it to go up. You can buy Triple Q, S&P 500, Google stock itself, um, and a bunch of other funds that carry Google. Um, Facebook as well. You can Facebook's going to go up if you buy the Meta ETF. It's going to go up if you buy the Nasdaq 100 ETF. It's going to go up if you buy the S&P 500 ETF. It's going to go up if you buy Facebook directly, right? So again, that has four ways to go up. AMC has one. So you got to be careful with that. Yeah, for sure. So what you're saying is I should sell on my uh, AMC stock right now. <laughs> if you haven't already, Johnny, I'm telling you now, please get rid of it. Just go to the uh, AMC yeah. and pay them directly. That's I probably the best way. Business with my thirty dollars. No. no, no, no. Right. You'll um, you'll keep them in business if you pay thirty dollars a week and go see movies. So one hundred twenty bucks a month would be better than investing one hundred twenty bucks a month into the stock because AMC is actually going to make one hundred twenty dollars in revenue per month. See Spider Man like twenty times this month. And hey, I would probably you will probably save AMC. I'll jack sure. up their earning. Yeah, I'll jack up their. And you'll help Disney too, and uh, and Sony by doing there that as go. well. So look, you're helping yeah. three companies with one ticket. That is smart investing. Now there we're you talking. Go. I don't know what I'm. Well, talking speaking about. of AMC, has <laughs> nothing to do with AMC, but let's talk about the S and P 500 top 10 companies, shall we? Yes, let's hear about those, Tony, because right, you see were. If you guys can guess the number 10 most profitable. Well, I should say not most profitable. I don't want to say most profitable. Let's say the biggest returns for the year. That So this is based off of year-to-date returns, not based on the company's profitability. So, this so year-to-date is solely, returns of companies in the S&P. Solely based on the stock price, not based on how profitable the company was. So number 10, any, any guesses? No, I got no guesses. Anybody? Wait, wait. Let's give give let's give them about ten seconds uh, in the because there's about a ten second delay. Um, guys, write in the comments what you think the number ten. Uh, here we go. We got some right here. We got uh, someone saying Google, Facebook, Microsoft um, as one of the three top. Which I wouldn't be surprised. And none of those are in this list. We got Nvidia from Sandra. Yep, that's definitely in that list. Is a market cap of thirty-two billion dollars. That's a B. B. Performance is one hundred and eighteen percent. Cooking. Nvidia. Newcore Steel. Nue. Newcore. Thirty-two billion dollar market cap. Pretty small market cap for the S and P five hundred, actually, and a hundred nearly one hundred and twenty percent return this year. Yeah, so Dorothy's coming nine. in early. Dorothy's coming in early with number nine. She's thinking it's Apple. Ooh, but this is this wouldn't really surprise anybody. Number nine, 
and it's a vaccine company. <laughs> Pfizer. $98 billion. $98 billion mark cap, 130% return, and it is not Pfizer. Moderna? Moderna. Moderna. Ah. Moderna. Not surprising because they literally had no profits until the pandemic. And now they're the, you know, and now they're very profitable. So I number why. eight, this one, no one is going to guess this. I would, I. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. We have Ooh, someone who's we guessing. Have in. We have uh, someone's guessing Tesla. Is it oh, no, Tesla? No, no. Not even no. close to Tesla. This one. Is lucid. It's lucid. I know it. It's no, lucid. Lucid is <laughs> lucid's not in the S&P 500, but good guess. So is insane it's a 17 billion dollar company market cap 17 very small and it is a reddit darling as we we talked about reddit this was on don't 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 you dare oh my goodness ford mortar co oh damn that's what i was thinking don't think a 130 percent return this year 131 percent return and it is Bath and Beyond. What? Number eight. What? (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy, man. This list is insane. It's so (laughs) insane. Number eight is Bed, Bath and Beyond. Number seven. Number seven. Ironically enough, the ticker is something that uh, Dalt likes to talk about all the time, but he would never think it was this company when he says this. What do you always talk about? What stocks do you always talk about, Bond? Oh, the acronyms! Oh, they that they're they're built for for people to uh to to buy them. They're they're catchy or they're funny or they. No, no, no. The stocks that you always talk about in the acronym, you said it all the time. What this year? The Fang acronym. Fang. Oh, oh. Um. Ninety billion dollar market cap, hundred and thirty-two percent return. I never, I didn't even know what this company was to be honest. Diamondback oh. Energy is number seven. Lord. Never heard of them. Jesus. Number six, everyone has heard about, and someone actually guessed it. Someone wait, wait, wait. Is it, is it Tesla? No, no. Someone be earlier guessed it. Oh, wait. Is it's, it NVIDIA? You got it. Sandra got it. You know what? I'm going to send Sandra the course for free for that one because she got it. Make there sure you go, Phil, you got can, you, one. Can, you, uh, can you make a note that I have to do that? Because I'll probably forget. Let's yeah. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra Perkins? And she could she could give it to whoever she wants if she wants to give it to uh, one of her kids or niece or nephew or whatever. I'm, I'm going to send her a free copy. That was a good guess. So Nvidia is number six at yeah. 761 billion market cap, 132 percent return. So Nvidia was actually one that I was not surprised about when I read this list. I knew I knew it would be on that list for sure. So Nvidia number six. Now, number five, someone else guessed this, but it wasn't in the group chat. It was oh. one of us guessed it. And when I say one of us, I mean Dalt. Ford? <laughs> it's Ford. Oh, number five is Ford at $82 billion market cap, 137% return. So, so far, the only company to me that really makes sense, well, Moderna kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moderna, NVIDIA, Ford, uh, no, I would never have guessed Ford, to be honest. Number four. I had never even heard of this one. Number four. It's a bank. It's a bank. It is valued at about $20 billion, and it has a year-to-date return of 141%. Holy crap. Any guesses? No it's idea. not Bank of America, because you would have been jumping off the... No. Uh, it's a signature bank. Hmm. Bank. I think it's in New York because the ticker symbol is SBNY. So I'm guessing it's a New York bank. Never heard of it. Number three. It's probably a rich person bank. Three, I don't even know <laughs> yeah. how to pronounce this. Sounds like it. 146% return, $60 billion market cap. Uh, I have no idea what this company is or what it does, but it's Fortinet. Fortinet? Fort, I Fortnite, know. Fortnite. I think Fort it's called Fortnite. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear it's a little video game or something that's kind of big. I don't know. I haven't heard much. FTNT. No idea what it is. Hmm. So that was shocking. Number two is very shocking. This, like, 
one makes no this is one of those free stocks they give away in like weeble that sucks that nobody wants you get on like weeble or republic hold on, hold on. i think we have someone who guessed it i think dorothy guessed it as well it's it's apple isn't it it's it's this little known company <laughs> no. not very big no 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 not even close so this i would be surprised up. I wouldn't be surprised to look into how many of these companies were actually given away for free on all these free platforms. Ford is one of them. And I wonder I if all that buying free. pressure. Yeah, all this buying pressure is what did it. Years ago. I think in like 2019, I got this for free on Robinhood. It is, so it's a oil company. Hmm. Valued at $12 billion. Had a 150% return this year. <sighs> and Lord. any guesses out there? Any guesses on this oil company? Marathon Oil? Marathon oil. There you go. Marathon oil. I think it was like $3 when I got this on Robin Hood. So that was shocking. And the last one, the number one highest return, the S&P 500 in 2021 is an energy company. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Billion dollars. Someone's guessing here. Guess Exxon Mobil. Come on, give us some guesses, people, in the comments down below. Let us know what you think return 30 billion dollar market cap and it's an energy company oh. so so far we have exxon mobile mpc being guessed come on guys let us know what you guys think the number one exxon's way too big it gotta be a small guy yeah see i would have thought like duke or uh i don't even know like what the main energy companies are but it's not one i've heard of we got another vote coming in here. We got CVX. CVX. Starts with a D. How about that? Oh, my God. A lot of good things start with D, but we're going to move on from that comment. <clears throat> like Dalt. Dalt is a great guy to know. He's a, he's, okay. He starts with a D, um, and that's where I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, we got ERF. No. no. So here we go. It's Devon Energy or Devon Energy. What? 200% return. So, boy, does that list suck, right? Like how many a... of those stocks would you actually buy? Or how many of those companies would you buy stock in? There's probably, I would probably three. Say zero. Yeah, maybe NVIDIA would probably be the NVIDIA one. and Ford would probably be the two that yeah. I would invest in because yeah, I, I know those. Invest in Ford, I think but... a lot of people have those two, yeah. yeah. And that's fine. Those are probably the two best out of this list. Those, just because I know off the top of my head their, their earnings. But... I, I don't know any of these companies. I've never, I, I've heard of some of them, but I've never looked into if they're even profitable. So this is a good lesson. So a lot of people guessed like Microsoft, Apple, Facebook. I would have guessed. When, I'm very I, happy that they guessed those companies because it shows that they're listening to us and learning about the smart companies to invest in. That's what I'm saying. I'm just happy for that. Before I clicked this yeah. article, I thought to myself, okay, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Apple. Nope, none of those. What is that? Devon, Devon acquired WPX at the end of last year. I got the beer burps. Sorry, everybody. I got the whiskey burps, so it's cool. That poor baby in Tony's belly. <laughs> the baby won't stop kicking. That's right. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what's causing the burps. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I take a sip of alcohol, the baby just kicks me right in the gut. Ah, it's brutal. <laughs> so yeah, that that list is absolutely insane. So I just want I wanted to share that because that's an insane list, my guy. Insane. It's crazy. So, absolutely crazy. Uh, can you? I I mean, it's the last show of the year, so I feel like we should probably pull up some like trending events. I don't know. Well, what are we hold on. This is this is all about looking forward to twenty twenty two. So looking forward to twenty twenty two, would you advise investing in any of these companies? <laughs> Maybe NVIDIA, um, but I don't know. It, <laughs> NVIDIA is benefiting off of the chip shortage, and I don't know mm -hmm. how long we're going to have a chip shortage. So, NVIDIA would be the only company in that list I would consider investing in in 2022. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call you crazy for investing in Ford, but I just think there's way better options. Mm -hmm. it, you know, for, it's not a bad thing to invest in companies like Ford. It's just there's so many better options. Yeah. Well, we got Sandra Perkins over here saying she would rather pick AMD over NVIDIA. Hmm. That's an interesting take. Interesting uh, take. Both are I, chip makers. I think AMD, didn't we do a Facebook Live on AMD? I think yeah, that was one of the stocks. And I think Look, it's a pretty good company, but I think NVIDIA mm -hmm. is probably the top dog. 
It is. There. It's I because I from my work in the podcasting world and interviewing all these uh, different podcasters and uh, entrepreneurs and uh, streamers and that a lot of them go with Nvidia because it's it's they're just integrated with like Steam and all these other platforms that help gamers online and gamers prefer the power of Nvidia. Uh, graphics cards and chips so it would be wiser to go with nvidia but amd is still a great company like hey if it's it's one and two you're not going to lose like but if you're going with some unknown chip maker forget about it yeah so um i i know the amd was pretty profitable because we did look at their earnings and it was <laughs> a solid if you're invested in that sandra it's a it's a solid investment i'm not gonna knock you for it but uh, yeah, they're, they're also trading at half the valuation of NVIDIA. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I don't, I don't know how long NVIDIA is going to be able to keep that growth rate up. Um, well, I, it's just impossible. They can't. So eventually yeah, uh, they will come out. Yeah. I think once the crypto bubble kind of pops, which is mm-hmm. probably in the next y- two years, I want to say the crypto bubble is going to probably pop because we'll get back to a space of normalcy, if you will. Um, I can that's see that's where all those all those GPUs are are going is into yeah. miners. Yeah. It's yeah. not even like gaming. Like people of... who are gaming can't even get graphics cards for gaming because they're all going to to miners. Yeah. I'm already seeing a crypto bubble starting to deflate because I was looking at Bitcoin. Do you know what Bitcoin's year to date is right now? I could google uh, it, but I know you're going to tell me 10%? 10%? No, it's not that well. Hold on, hold on. Before you actually tell everybody, we got people in the group. Let us know what you think Bitcoin's year to date is, guys. Just put in the comments if you think it's positive, negative. Give us a number. We want to see what you guys think. The more you guys interact with us, the better it is for us because then more people see the show and get smarter and become wise like you. So, guys, let us know. What do you think uh, Bitcoin's uh, year to date is? Uh, Do you think it's low? Hi, in the comments. And if you're listening to this on the replay, let us know as well. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can go over to our Instagram. Uh, hold on. I'm going to bring up our Instagram right now. I don't so, know. Offhand. So Bitcoin is at 46,000 right now. It did it at one point. It did hit what? Like 68,000. It was yeah. a high 60. Here we go. We're getting some com- people coming in here. We got someone saying 7%. We got someone saying 30%. So if you guys are listening to this, we have an Instagram page called Stock Dirty Pod. I uh, would really love it if you guys can go over there and follow us and just leave a comment on the one picture that's there, what you think the percentage. I'm going to be working on making the uh, Instagram more active, but it's just this year has been crazy for my business and uh, doing this show has been a lot of fun. So I want to get that going as well. But yes, so let us know in the comments. We've got 7%. we got 30%. Uh, let us know some more people. Let us know in the comments. So, here, so here's the thing about Bitcoin. So back in 2008, Bitcoin was at 20,000 per coin, right? Hmm. And from 2000 and, or sorry, 2017, I mean, 2017, 2018, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it hit about 20,000 per coin. And at, from 2000, December, 2017, all the way to, uh, looking into about late 2020 surpass that again so for about three and a half years or about three years it stayed pretty flat and never even really got close to 20,000 again it was around six to eight thousand for years and years and years then in 2020 when we had the crash and the market dropped like crazy things really started to take off for Bitcoin and since since that crash in 2020, it, it regained all time highs, and now it it hasn't looked back, right? Mm-hmm. But the important thing to know about Bitcoin is a lot of people think it's just exploding and looking at all this growth. So it's up 58 percent this year, which is still really good. 58 percent is really good. Uh, and I'm you not know what that happy. means? It didn't beat Google. Hell yeah! <laughs> there we right. go. So that's, that's my point is I think people uh, are looking at crypto and like, oh, thousands of percent. Look how much Bitcoin, it's up 14,000% all time. It's like, yeah, but a lot of that growth, a lot of that growth happened in a one year span. 
mm-hmm. you know, one year span, this company just, or this coin just exploded. And how much, how much, how is that going to be sustainable going forward? You're not going to be seeing these massive thousand percent per year growth. So it's something to keep in mind. And that's something to remember if you're, especially if you're a new investor is a lot of growth in these companies and these crypto coins happened over the last 18 months. So uh, it's not going to be sustainable. We got a great question here. Someone who's never got into crypto because they think the government will want a piece of any profits in their future, which is already happening. Um, they want to know what your thoughts on uh, crypto and that. And we've been very vocal about crypto on this show. Um, we're not fully against it, but we also say it shouldn't be more than I think we, we all said. own crypto. Yeah all, yeah. all the admins, we all own crypto. So we're not we're not haters of it. We're just being realistic. Yeah, crypto is a small portion because it's a very risky play because of how volatile the market is with crypto because it can, like you said, crypto goes up like 58%, but can also drop. We've seen so many altcoins go up and then just completely drop bottom out. So it's it's well, not let's smart. Let's play des- devil's advocate. Phil, what's the, what's the number? Give me the top three things that people always say are the advantages of crypto. Like what's- It's decentralized. Um, the hedges can't touch it. <laughs> um, and, uh, the government re- can't regulate it, right? The it's government, yeah. The hedge, it's going to be the hedge to the U S dollar, which yeah. is basically decentralized, right? There's no yeah. governing body, but here's the thing. The government will do whatever the government wants to do. If the government oh, decides yeah. that crypto is going to be a threat to the U S dollar and crypto is going to take the U S dollar off of the uh, global standard, or I shouldn't say global standard, but if the US, well, dollar, the US dollar is the global standard, let's if let's the US dollar is at risk of being knocked off that pedestal and replaced by crypto, you're going to see the US government come in and start to regulate crypto and really crack down it. So the people, go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. no, 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 continue, continue. Sorry. Well, I was saying the people that are like, oh, the government can't mess with your crypto. Do you realize how many crypto wallets the FBI has raided and taken the money out and and then auctioned that money off? Go look at all the money, the, the Bitcoin money that the government has auctioned. <laughs> like they can do, the FBI can do whatever they want. They have cyber crime units. They're, they will figure it out. They can institute whatever laws or regulations they want to, if they want to. So, so I yeah, was only... Ahead, there's only one there's only one way the government's not going to get to your to your crypto and that's if you have a cold wallet um so if anybody has a cold wallet for bitcoin litecoin ethereum and you've never brought that wallet online the government doesn't know who that wallet belongs to if you had it like there's a way to create it i have one on how to create i have an article on how to create a cold wallet for btc and, L- and ltc and when it, you disconnect it from the internet it just generates a code and then you just send um, funds to that wallet and you never ever run that wallet through a third party app. The government can never get that money. But the problem is with people to understand is if you have your wallet with an exchange, Coinbase has all your KYC info. So when the government comes to radio, they ask Coinbase and they subpoena them for your in- info and Coinbase can either go down in flames or they can provide that info to the government and they will catch you every single time. Even if you're not on an exchange, if you're on any kind of app like Trust Wallet, again, any of this stuff, they have all of your info and they will give it up to the government. The only way to keep it is from the government is if you only hold your funds on the blockchain and not through a third party app. That is the only way. And a lot of people don't realize that. So I actually have two points for that and that. So one on Dalts and one on Tony's. Um, on Tony's part about the government, I was listening to a... Uh, a podcast because that's what I do. I that's all I do all day. Um, talking about how if a government actually shuts down crypto uh, and the use of crypto, other countries will use it, build the company, uh, build the infrastructure necessary for it to thrive. Just like we hear, um, you know, I think it was what it was, Moon Safe or one of those stupid altcoins going to Gambia or something like that. But I don't see the U.S. stopping crypto. I think they're going to try and regulate it before they try and stop it because they know it is the future. Like it, it, we're they're going to need a metaverse type money, but also going to uh, Dalts. Uh, I completely forgot what my point was, but Dalts right, I'm wrong. There we go. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No. So, uh, how much, guess how much money the U.S. Guess how much crypto the United States government has confiscated in 2021? I'm going to say a trillion dollars. I don't. There's only two trillion dollars. Hundreds of millions. I, I know they got the 45 million back from that big bust. A guy in Canada just got busted for 50 and change. So I'd say this hundreds is, of millions. So, this this is as of August fourth, twenty twenty one. So that was Jesus. four months ago. They've probably seized more. Over one point two billion dollars in cryptocurrencies oh, wow. the government has seized, and they regularly hold auctions. They have stockpiles yeah. of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and other mm -hmm. cryptocurrencies that they auction off. Yeah. Um, and this is just eight months into this year. So they probably seized over one and a half billion dollars of crypto. So to think that they can't yeah. get your crypto, they can definitely get your crypto if they wanted to, if you're doing something nefarious with it. Obviously, they're probably not going to raid, they're, you know, they're not going to raid you unless you're doing something nefarious. But um, I think it's a good, good point because a lot of people are like, oh, it's decentralized. There's no, eh, oh, it's going to democratize. Is it going to democratize? Because... Most of the crypto is held by whales and just a handful of wallets. So, and that moves the markets tremendously. Kind of like stocks, guys. Stocks are actually more, this might be crazy to say, but stocks might be more uh, democratizing than crypto. That's true. <laughs> it, it might be because of all the 401ks and everything like that. It's, there's going to be a lot more retail investors in stocks. And there's oh, more God, access. Yeah. There's we more got access stocks. Sandra's yeah. got a good point here. She's terrified to get into crypto. She even won some thanks to Dalt because Dalt regularly gives away, uh, at least once once a month, he gives away some stock uh, crypto. Can't bring herself to download anything crypto related. Coinbase gets hacked. Squidcoin, black market coin use, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not ready. No, fully fully agree with you, Sandra. But here's the thing: when you're going to be buying crypto, it's smarter to go with cryptos have a larger market cap that have been around a lot longer none of these altcoins that are popping up every once in a while so like uh that uh, what, uh bitcoin litecoin ethereum these are coins that have been around for a long time and have kind of like you have to think of them kind of like apple and google they've been around a long enough time that they're they've proven their usefulness or they're actually not uh, a pump and dump scheme when you have something like squid game coin it's just buying off the hype of squid games or something in the metaverse uh, something in the meme world yeah, so stay away from those anything that's that, point at right now what's the return of squid i don't want to look at that i'm, I'm, I'm upset that i even talked good. about it i bet it's really bad i bet it's really bad yeah uh, so a little a little unknown fact about about blockchains is a portion of um, of that token's value, uh, whatever um, token lives on that particular blockchain, a portion of that value is due to how long the actual blockchain is. So how long, how many transactions have actually taken place on it. So obviously, um, Bitcoin will have the most value for that, not the most value overall. I'm not going to say it's always going to happen because I don't think it will, but it will always have the most I guess you could say intrinsic value. If, if you classify intrinsic value as the length of the actual blockchain, it will always have the longest blockchain, I think, uh, but it won't always be worth the most. Um, but that, that portion of value that's assigned to how long the blockchain is, uh, I think Bitcoin will always have the most value as that particular point. And the reason why is because uh, the longer it is, the harder it is to reverse. Hmm. Um, so, so we uh, have a question here that I, I think is good to end the show off on. Um, it's one that's very popular in the group to be asked. Uh, uh, I have a question outside of crypto. If you could put once, if you could pick one stock to put 10,000 in this year, which stock would you pick and why? Put 10,000 in one stock, yeah. like going into 2022? Yeah, we're going to uh, say going into 2022, I hand... Tony, I hand you a check of ten thousand. Dalt, I'm handing you a check of ten thousand. Well, I know Dalt's gonna say. I know. I already know what Dalt. <laughs> I feel like anybody, everybody here knows Zang's name. If anybody doesn't know, wait, wait, wait. Here's the question, guys. I want to know, listeners, ladies and gentlemen, what stock do you think Dalt's going to put his ten thousand dollars I just gave him into? While Tony answers the question, <clears throat> Tony, what are you putting that ten thousand dollars I just gave you? 
I did want to make a point about market caps, but I'll get back to that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not big into putting a ton of money into individual stocks. Honestly, I would probably just put it in the S&P 500 just because I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to have to track it. I'd put the 10 grand in and I don't like, who cares? I let it sit. Someone, someone agrees with you, the QQQ. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick one stock, it would probably be one of the top five, like Google, Apple, Microsoft, something like that. I think people know what you're guessing. Uh, going to put your money in Dalt. We got a couple people yeah. guessing right here. Dalt, if you don't say Google, we got. I love it. Dalt, if you don't say Google, I officially quit the group. I love it. People know you so well, Dalt. Yeah, it's Google he, yeah, for sure. He's gonna say Google, but yeah, I would agree. I mean, Google's a great, great pick. It runs the uh, internet. But I like. I really like passive investing, and picking Google obviously would be kind of like passive investing. You wouldn't have to worry about it. But if I have Vue, I have Google, you know, and I, know. I, just, I just put it in that. I mean, I just added, I just put a, a chunk into Vue uh, yesterday because I, I got a bonus through work and I was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to put nice. a big chunk of money in it. So because why not? I mean, I'm up so much on it and I've had it for years and it's been great. And I think it's going to be great over the next 10 years. So uh, someone had a good question in the group about investing 25 grand for one year. Did you see that? Oh God, I saw that like, one. Yeah, it's like I have twenty five grand, and I want to. You know, I'm going to need it in a year. What should I put it in? I was like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Just put, put in your it savings in a, account. Put it in a high interest savings account because who knows what's going to happen year to year. But last, I want to say was we were talking about crypto market cap. Yes. The entire crypto market cap. Anybody have an idea what it is? Anybody have a guess what the entire the market cap of all the crypto combined? I know it's over a trillion. Um, I don't know how about far. About 2.1 2 trillion. Right. And um, market cap for the entire U.S. stock market. Any idea what that is? I want to um, say it's like 10 trillion. No. Oh, we got uh, someone coming on here saying five, it's 3 trillion. 1.6? 3 trillion. Oh, no. What am I, what am I saying? There's, there's trillion dollar companies. There's trillion dollar companies. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. It is Amazon itself is a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> seven almost, or eight, seven or eight. Almost 50 trillion. Oh, there you go. Still so, way more. So the U.S. market is still way more valuable than cryptocurrency. And that's just the U.S. market. So that's a good comparison for you to understand just how new we are and how, like, you know, crypto is just so new and it's really blown up big in the last two years that market cap probably would have two years ago would have probably been what 500 million or mm. even less than that so just something to to think about I'm all so right guys in the old ways of of what the market used to be every like almost every company now is is worth you know a trillion dollars jesus yeah it's actually mm -hmm. funny when you pull up uh market cap for the u.s someone has it as the 2020, 2020 market cap of the United States is $40 million. I'm like, no, what do you, what? $40 million? <laughs> Maybe in 1990. Um... My, my company I work for makes that in a year. So the entire U.S. market cap is $40 million. My so former company did, did that in a month. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we're coming up to the hour long show. It's the final show of the year. Um, Tony just finished his beer, so we know we have to close up. Uh, Dalt, tell us where we can find you and learn more about what you do. In the group, as always, um, under Oddly Johnny, that's me. So always at me if you have any questions. I'm always the guy going around find, trying to find the misinformation in, in this group because I just don't want it to be anything like Reddit. I want it to be as factual as possible. And on in Instagram, as always, at Rizmaylife, R-I-S-M-A-Y-L-I-F-E. You can find me there, and I post lots of free content on there. Yeah. There we go. Tony? Hey, before, before, when we sign off, don't leave because I want to talk to you too about something. Yeah, so, I'm always here. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, obviously in the group and um, the Stock Bros podcast, which I haven't put out any new episodes because life's been insane. But I did film some; I just have to edit them, so they'll be out. Okay. 
Tony, uh, you do have a request from your friend in the backyard. You have to bring out a beer for (laughs) our good buddy there. And ladies and gentlemen, if you can, I thank you so much for watching this whole year. It's been a pleasure being the host of the Stock Dirty to Me. I ask you all just to head over to Instagram, Stock Dirty Pod. Make us, I want to try and get us at least by next year to 100 followers on that. I know we have 50,000 members going strong and we always get at least a good dozen or to two dozen people watching the show. So head over to Stock Dirty Pod on Instagram, follow, give us a like on that picture. And uh, if you guys do that, I'll start uploading more content there for you we guys. Could I wanna... better, we could do better than like two, 300 views per week. Yeah, yeah Come we on. can. We could get 500 views. This is what this is another request from the people who are watching this. Tag your friends that are in the comments. Tag your friends that you because I see you guys chatting all the time. You guys have great convos uh, on the on different threads and that comment comment on this tag your friends let them know that they should be watching this if you see someone go hey this stock and go oh they talked about it on this show share it tag them in it because we need more people watching this to help them been doing all year long so we want to thank you from the deepest deepest parts of our heart you guys make it worthwhile we're so happy to be here and uh, tony you need to practice your breathing apparently uh, for your baby coming out. This is Dorothy. She's giving you motherly oh. advice. <laughs> Remember, it's... <laughs> I was like, what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stock... This is Stock Dirty to Me, the number one podcast for beginner investors in the stock market for beginners group. I thank you all for watching and wish you all a very great, happy new year. 